Hi everyone, welcome to the Read and Tell podcast. I'm your host, Isabella, and here I talk about all things books, sometimes life in general, and so much more. If you're ready to start this journey with me, keep on listening. Hi everyone, welcome to the Read and Tell podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Um, so, before we get into today's topic, um, in my last episode, I talked a little bit about how overwhelmed I was feeling and kind of how my week was going. And I wanted to make a little update on that because I feel like I learned a few things from last week. So first off, um, last week was very hectic for me. If you don't know, if you didn't listen to my other episode, it was crazy. It was hectic and I was struggling. So I think I well, I got to the conclusion that that I think that my stress and everything that I was feeling last week was based on that I was traveling on Saturday. So I was kind of all over the place trying to get everything done, like in my work life and school life to travel and like by no means am I now like in mode vacation or like I don't have school and responsibilities to do like no it's not the case but um I mentioned this because that's how it felt last week like I was trying to accomplish everything like everything and more because I felt like I was going on vacation which is which was not the case, which is not the case. Because in the back of my head, like I knew that this week and like the upcoming days, I would still have the chance to continue my workflow and like school and content creation. Like I could still do what I normally do in a day-to-day basis. But the thing is, I think that I went a little crazy and a little insane planning ahead of time and planning everything in my head because traveling and having to work in a space where it's not my normal day-to-day setting felt like I was losing control. And let me explain what I mean by this because... Okay, let me explain. Um, In the last episode, I mentioned how I'm basically kind of a control freak and yeah i i use that term because it's honestly like my coping mechanism for everything and (laughs) yeah but my life is based on controlling things controlling how things are gonna go controlling how i will do things controlling how i want my work setting to look like like my room, things like that, pre-filming content and videos, taking photos ahead of time, all of these things were running in my head last week. And like, I just kept thinking like, how was I going to control what I had to do and how things would work out because I was traveling on Saturday and my life was basically gonna go to shit. Like, no, like I irrational okay irrational but that that was my head last week basically i felt like my life was going to go out of control and 
basically that I couldn't control the fact that I was traveling on Saturday. And I wouldn't have my normal day-to-day setting to work, which, yes, it's, it's very important to me, but it's not the end of the world. <laughs> like, that's how it felt. And on top of it all, I'm a very anxious flyer. Like, I hate airplanes with my whole heart. I hate them so much. And, like, I'm very, very afraid of them. But the thing is that all these things come back to the term control. Because I wanted to control the outcome of every little thing so badly that it drove me a little insane last week. Because I couldn't control everything. I, I am never going to be able to control everything in my life. And I can't control the fact that I'm going to be on an airplane on a Saturday. Or I can't control everything to turn out perfectly. And that is anxiety talking and just bad mentality. (laughs) Bad mentality. So last week, I was constantly having anxiety attacks because I felt extremely out of control, which is not healthy at all. And like, don't get me wrong, like controlling things in your life or whatever in my life is good to some extent. But when I take it a bit too far to a whole other level, it obviously ends up worsening my mental health and my anxiety. And I end up having anxiety attacks, which do not help, obviously do not help at all. So, um, let me tell you the story of how it all went, because obviously, um, I traveled on Saturday. So, um, I traveled on Saturday, and everything actually worked out quite good. Like, obviously, not perfect. Things are not gonna be perfect. Like, I was anxious on the airplane, and the whole thing was tiring, But when I look back now, I realize that this side of me who wants to control everything actually makes things way worse than they should be. And like, yes, um, (laughs) I'm still working on the whole controlling thing. It's been like three days, but I learned a thing or two from last week. So that's what's important. (laughs) Um, So I can now look back to it and learn to do things differently and just realized in the moment the amazing opportunities and things that I have in my life and just the little things because I feel like that's what I forget. I forget the amazing little things that I have, the opportunities and things that are good, things that are positive. I get so worked up in negative thinking that it all kind of fades away. So the important thing is to try to remember those positive things and well, which are way more important than controlling every aspect of them. And when I look back to it and now, like I can think more clearly and like I am so incredibly grateful that I have the opportunity to travel in the first place. 
like I was not thinking of that last week um and like to be able to see and spend time with my boyfriend um to let myself experience things that are out of my control and feel good doing them because I kind of have this mentality well sometimes right now I don't but um clearly last week I had it but whatever um that when I try to control everything it's gonna give me a sense of like it's gonna it's gonna feel like a reward type of thing you're gonna like feel like peace it's gonna be good but no at the end of the day controlling everything to a t like to the minute will sometimes not be so good for you and um i i experienced that last week because i had constant anxiety attacks i felt so anxious because yeah well i'm kind of repeating myself at this point but i cannot control everything so yeah that was my little rant slash learning experience i had since last week and i wanted to share it because i never want to come off as perfect and like all put together because that's not the reality of things um and it's important to talk about these things and i was actually kind of nervous to talk about this but i was listening to an episode from the moments podcast by lexi hidalgo i think that's how you pronounce her name and like i love her podcast so much if you haven't listened to her podcast she's amazing you should and like she is so inspiring on so many levels and every time i listen to one of her episodes i feel like it's okay to go through these things and we all struggle with different things so i want to try to keep it real with you guys and share some of my life experiences and maybe you can also learn from them so okay now let's get into today's episode so i thought it would be a great idea to do a kind of q a type of episode just so you guys get to know me a little bit better and if you have any questions for me i could answer them that type of thing so um you guys left me some questions on one of my instagram stories so i'm just going to answer them randomly and start picking questions okay so starting off with yeah let's start off with basic questions so let's see the first question is okay where are you from um i get a lot of questions on this because some of you know that english is my second language and yeah it, it's funny i always get that question so i'm from panama the country <laughs> not the city in florida the country panama and my first language is spanish and i always get like questions on how my english is kind of fluent because i would say i'm fluent but i obviously mess up sometimes like it's i've i've said i've said this before but i think it just takes practice because it's really hard to talk continuously without messing up 
it's it's something that i struggle with but i think i'm getting better honestly i think i'm getting better which i'm very proud of myself so yeah props to me but um i learned english through school since i was very little so i went to a school that teached well basically every um almost every class in spanish and then we had like english class and then like we learned grammar and all that thing so basically through school and um well i kind of perfected a little bit more my english through my youtube and my videos and tiktok and like here on my podcast like wow like this podcast has helped me so much to like perfect a little bit more my english so much so i always kind of say um if people ask me how to practice english is to talk in english as much as you can and i do really feel like that's gonna be the best way to go if you want to like yeah if you want to um kind of perfect not perfect but make your english a little bit better when you talk in english so yeah um that's basically that's basically what i have done and what's what has worked for me so that's the only tip that i have um so the next question is kind of related to this and it says do you speak any other languages than spanish and english so the short answer is no <laughs> but um i actually took french in high school for two years but to complete to be completely honest i don't know a single word in french yeah i i honestly don't remember i didn't really learn it i, I no so the answer is no like i tried my best but no <laughs> um moving on um the next question is are you in school for anything at the moment um okay so short answer yes but there's kind of a um backstory to that little story so um where do i start so i graduated high school in 2018 and enrolled in a university in panama to study psychology so that was going to be my major for college and i did that for a year and a half so basically all 2019 and then well yeah kind of year and a half until may of 2020 and well that changed <laughs> and i feel that it did because of the pandemic like i don't know like it's so weird i feel like if the pandemic had never happened i would still be studying psychology and never had started like creating content again which now i think about it and it sounds so insane like i can't imagine myself not creating content but whatever um anyways so yeah basically i dropped out of that university and kind of yeah at the end of may and i was figuring out what i wanted to study because i ended up not liking psychology like i did like i do still love the concept of psychology but when you study it 
you realized while you start learning a few things that maybe maybe you don't like so yeah that, that's basically what happened to me i realized that i honestly did not want to do this for the rest of my life so that was what happened and let me tell you the process of figuring this out like figuring it out what i wanted to do what i wanted to study was so stressful and like my mental health was i would say at its worst like it was it was bad um like i felt so as i repeat myself over again i felt so out of control obviously um it was literally the kind of the start to the pandemic school was online i spent i would spend my whole day at home like it was so weird yeah not the best experience but in the end um i chose what i wanted to do and that was um applying to fiu which is a university in florida which is the um which is florida international university and i applied um to enter the public relations advertising and applied communications major and i got in as a transfer student so i had some credits and yeah that is basically what i do now i'm currently studying public relations advertising and applied communications but um i'm kind of in a major that's fully online so yeah it's it's all online so i can do it's basically online school and like i know online school is not for everyone but it's been honestly the best decision for me like i love it so much so um yeah that is the story of um, my current situation with school i love it it's the best thing ever and i'm so grateful um that i get to do what i love and it's 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 going good it's going good okay so let's continue now let's get into books and reading questions because obviously i got a lot of those so a lot of you asked what got you into reading and when did you start reading slash collecting books okay i started reading at the end of may of this year and my first book was it ends with us by colleen hoover you guys know that and i always get asked like why did you choose that book and honestly i literally went to tiktok and searched romance books and it ends with us was all over like all over that for you page so that's what i chose and i started reading it and oh my god like it was a whole experience i have talked about this it was so good one of my favorite books ever so after that um after reading that book i realized that i actually liked reading and i just started reading more of colleen hoover books and i just kind of fell in love with reading so i started buying more books and well the rest is history i i just love i just love buying books you guys know i i love it it's it's kind of an addiction kind of an obsession but it's kind of a guilty pleasure also it's weird it's i love it 
so um let's continue so the next question is what's your favorite thing to do besides reading so i think the answer to that is quite simple but i would say creating content like youtube instagram tiktok my podcast like that's my passion like i can say now that creating content is my passion and i love doing it so much but yes it's also my job which it's honestly my whole point like i love it and it's my job and i get to do that as a job which is amazing but yeah sometimes since it's a job but it's also a hobby kind of that line in between gets kind of messed up so i have to like do other things so i kind of i don't know i kind of do um what comes to mind like last week i um redid my room well not redid my room but i moved rooms in my house and like organized my space and it was a very like fun experience that had nothing to do with work and like had nothing to do with um um, with reading or with school so it was really fun i loved doing that so kind of projects like that project i like i don't have like one like one specific thing i like to do but just some anything that comes to mind um what's the next question so someone asked how can you control your addiction to wanting to read every moment of the day okay so i experienced this feeling at the beginning when i first started reading and i remember that i used to set times like with alarms in which i would read because if not i would spend every minute of every day reading which yes it's amazing but i think we all have responsibilities to do so setting alarms to read and when to stop reading really really helped me um but now i'm actually struggling with the opposite of that because i can get very wrapped up in one project and forget other things so now i have to remind myself to take breaks and in that time pick up my book and read because yeah as i said i i that's something that I struggle with because I get so wrapped up in like my projects, which I love. But if I take it too far, it's not going to be very good. So yeah, taking breaks and um, reading is what I do now. And it's working perfectly. So I love it. Um, next question. What's my favorite book of all time? <laughs> well, that one is easy. You guys probably know this, but it's Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover that is my favorite book i always recommend that book it's so good it's so good like oh my gosh um i also got a lot of questions that i'm seeing here asking what genre of books i like to read besides romance because you guys also know that i mostly read romance but i really really like fantasy and adventure but the type of fantasy that has mythical creatures like anything that has to do with like vampires, werewolves, mermaids, witches, 
all that kind of stuff, I'm there. I love it. And books with kind of adventures, but like missions, like that type of stuff. I love it. That's that's my other genre of books that I completely love. I would probably pick up if I see it in a bookstore. Okay, next question is, did you have or do you have a reading goal for this year? And if so, what is it? Okay, so I do have a reading goal for this year and it's on my Goodreads, but um, I first set my goal to read 75 books, but then I um, lowered that number to 50 books this year, which I feel like it's a pretty good number considering I started my reading journey this year and I think I've read like 45, 46 books by now, so I'm right on track and I, I'm, I'm good with that. I love it and I'm probably going to put another reading goal for next year. I love that. Okay, I also got questions on, oh, okay, how to manage time to read and study. Um, actually, I have an entire episode where I talk about this specific topic. So if you want to know more about this topic, go to episode number two. And in there, I give all my tips and the things that I do and the things that work for me. So if you want to know more, go over there. Um, okay, next one. Okay, I got a few questions. Yeah, okay, I got a few questions about my long-distance relationship. Um, and, well, if you didn't know, I have a boyfriend and we do long-distance. And um, although I do put a lot of my life online... And like, I love it. Sometimes there are going to be things that I won't share on here. Just obviously out of privacy. But I will answer this question that I got a lot. So the question is, well, two questions. How did my boyfriend and I meet? And how does our long distance work, basically? Okay, so here goes the story. We met in my country, which is Panama. And he is also from Panama. And we met in the summer, June 2019. June, yeah, June 2019. And we met, but he was still like studying abroad. So basically, um, in one of his summer vacations, like he went back home and I met him through a friend. We were at a party, we met. So it was basically... It's funny, it was basically a summer thing, like it felt, now that I look back to it and I read books, like it literally felt like a book. Oh my god, like I, oh my god, okay. And it was so fun, it it was so freaking fun, I loved that summer so much. And after it ended, because obviously summer ends and he had to go back to college, we decided to do long distance and kind of make it work. So that's what we did. He went back to college, um, which is abroad, and I stayed in Panama because, well, at the time it was 2019 and I was studying in, a, in the university in Panama and studying um, psychology. And although it was, oh my god, it was <laughs> very hard at the beginning, um, it, was, it was very hard. It was not easy at all. Um, but we learned through mistakes and it all worked out and I'm so grateful that well I get to travel from time to time to be with him 
and he does the same thing so that is kind of how it works and yeah i've now learned a few things or two about doing long distance because at the beginning oh my god a mess it was a mess so yeah it has been very good so far um and i'm so 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 happy with him he's He's literally the most caring and loving person I've ever met in my entire life. And yeah, that that's that. Okay, so I wanted to put an entire section in here to talk about some specific questions. So I got a lot, a lot of questions on how to get started in the bookish community, like, uh, like book talk or bookstagram, or like, how did I start my account? How do you grow on social media? Um, what is your filming equipment for filming, editing, all that kind of stuff. Let's start off with how to get started in the bookish community. And if you want to start, I don't know, like a bookstagram account, which is um, an Instagram account about books or a book talk account, same thing, but in TikTok, I honestly would say to just start and start with the basics like you can choose the name of your account um, well I personally kind of converted my personal account on Instagram into my bookstagram account because in all my other platforms my name is basically my brand I would say so I kind of just went with it and transformed it into like bookstagram kind of thing and it all worked out so yeah you can choose a name um, then you can choose how you want your photos or videos or let's say feed to look like because there are a lot of different type of feeds out there and it's not it's honestly not that important like it's not the most important thing in the world but personally I like to do it because it kind of gives the viewer a sense of who you are like you put yourself into um it's a creative outlet so in a creative way you are showing your audience who you are um and like you can choose which colors you like so you basically create a vibe with your feed um you can edit your photos to be i don't know really bright like mine or you can do more of a dark tone kind of edit it, it Again, it all depends on what you like. So then um, we arrive to the topic of how do I take my photos or how do I edit them? How do I take my videos? And I'm going to talk specifically um, about Instagram because I feel like on Instagram I have videos and photos so I can share the, the two because on TikTok we only have videos. So I'm gonna use Instagram as an example. So I take my photos and videos and everything for Instagram with my phone and then I use these two apps to edit them. So for video, um, I use the free app CapCut. Um, yeah, I believe it's free. And then for photo editing, I use the app Lightroom, which Lightroom is basically um, an Adobe app where you can edit your photos with filters. I don't know if you know what that is. Like filters, you can actually um, also buy filters 
from Etsy. Like there are so many ways to edit um like those Lightroom presets. Presets, that's the word I was looking for. Um people literally sell presets for Lightroom for like two dollars. So um you can you can play around with the colors, see what you like. And there are a ton, a ton of YouTube videos explaining how to use these two apps if you want to know more about them. But once you get the hang of them, um, it's honestly very simple to do. But basically, that's how I edit my photos and videos. And I normally actually don't use a tripod because I do get questions on if I use a tripod um, for my phone. But I actually don't have a tripod. For my phone like i actually use a tripod that i have for my camera because i do have a camera but i use that tripod and i kind of work with it i kind of stand my phone like it i don't i don't know how to explain it but sometimes i use a, tri a tripod to film my videos but it's not really important you can use like a, a table and um you tilt your phone with i don't know a a plant or something i i don't know it's it's not that complicated my point is you don't need fancy equipment to start so i would just say start and figure it out learn have fun um it's it's a journey but it's a fun one like do it as you like just start with the basics and then you like kind of work your way up to how you want your um, Instagram to look like or um, I don't know like I just feel like it's it's a journey and it's very different for everyone so it's not like a I, I personally don't feel like it's a step to step tutorial like here is a tutorial to have a bookstagram account like I don't feel like that's the way it is those are my tips because that is basically how I started and it's funny because if you scroll through my Instagram account you you can see that my feed changed a lot like um, at first I didn't have any colors I just posted photos then I had like really 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 bright like kind of bright orange photos um, then I switched them up to a different kind of color feed. It was kind of a mess, yes, but in the end I figured out what, what colors, what feed, what kind of pictures um, I felt more comfortable with. And like I, like honestly, 100% honestly here, I feel like my feed right now is what i was trying to do all along it just only took trial and error to get here so that's what i mean it's a trial and error kind of thing yeah but if we are talking about youtube specifically i would say that's a whole other story <laughs> because um i do feel like youtube is a bit more complicated than instagram or tiktok because essentially youtube videos are longer like very long videos so it takes time to film and edit so um well when i started my youtube channel last year i first used 
my phone to film my YouTube videos. And I would edit them in iMovie, which is free for Mac users. But when I really, really got into uploading videos and I wanted like to grow my YouTube, I switched to an actual camera. And my first camera was a Canon G7X Mark III, which is kind of a vlogging type of camera. And like I had that one for a long time and I recently upgraded to another camera. But I want you to know that to start YouTube, to start Instagram, all of these things, you don't need fancy equipment and like expensive cameras and lights and editing softwares. Like that's what I thought at the beginning. Like I really, really thought that I needed all of those expensive things that big YouTubers had because if not, I was not going to be able to do videos. And that's not the case at all. Um, at all, you guys. So there are a lot of free options out there to edit. Um, like iMovie is free in the iOS store or the app CapCut that I was talking about earlier is also free. There's also another one that's called the Video Leap that a lot of creators use that it's free and it's a great tool. And yeah, I, I could sit here and talk for hours about how to do YouTube because man, I have learned a lot. Like it's a process of learning because YouTube is a whole other world. Like it's it's a lot, but but I don't want to get into like heavy detail in this episode because we would be here all day, literally. <laughs> I could talk about this forever, but let me know if you guys want a dedicated episode on all of this content creation stuff. And I would I will gladly make one because um, I have learned a lot, a lot in one year. But basically, if you want to start a book talk or a bookstagram account, just start. And quite literally, just start. Sometimes we hold back because we are waiting for the perfect moment to start things. But that perfect moment is never going to come because life is not perfect. So just do it. Like, create the account, come up with a name, take photos of books. I don't know, edit them however you like. Maybe, I don't know, do reviews in the captions. Do whatever you want. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be your account. And you decide how you want it to, what you want to put in there, how you want to make it. Like, have fun with it. It's, it's really fun. So make mistakes. Learn from those mistakes and you will get better. Like, trial and error, you guys you will get better, believe me. It's a journey, but it's a fun one. Okay, besties, so um, those were all the questions I got for today's episode. This episode was a bit longer than the other ones. I hope you didn't mind, but thank you all so much for leaving the questions, and I love you all so freaking much. Let me know if you have any requests for future episodes or topics that you would like to hear on here. So yeah, I uh, thank you for listening. I love you all to the moon and back. You're amazing. I hope you're all having an amazing day, an amazing week. 
I hope you stay and follow the podcast for more episodes. And if you do, then I will see you next Thursday. Bye, besties.